Welcome and thank you so much for tuning in today's anti-diet show, part of the Farah Karamburi podcast. A podcast on a mission to equip busy professional women to lose weight permanently by creating healthier habits. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner, an author and founder of Deep Body Health, a leading nutrition coaching program designed to achieve results by fo- focusing on making simple habit changes. In each episode, I will bring you ideas on how to create these habits without going on short-term fat diets or taking weight loss pills or shakes to achieve your weight loss. So grab a cuppa or take me with you for a walk as I guide you through to achieving permanent weight loss results. I am your host. I'm a deep health practitioner, keynote speaker, and the founder of Deep Body Health, the leading nutrition coaching program for busy professional women for permanent weight loss without the deprivation, without diets, shakes, and pills, and all whatever you've tried in the past. So here we're talking about lifestyle changes for women that want to literally take their life in control, but without putting themselves into stressful situations. Today's topic is We're talking about how to create the right environment for weight loss. What does that even mean? What are you going to do in the house? Put lots of treadmills around, have lots of weights hanging around, have lots of punching bags. What am I talking about? Well, I'm actually talking about your kitchen. I'm talking about your kitchen. I recorded a a live training yesterday um, for for my group and I talked about how to create a right environment in where you can thrive. And most of the people actually fail here, right? So they fail in this section in particular because when they go on, or when you go on a weight loss journey, you go, say you're following, I don't know, Slimming World or any of the clubs or any other diet, just, you know, the thousands of diets, they all pretty much work, by the way. Um, but what actually happens is the reason you can't continue to be on here on this on this diet is because you haven't actually done anything different in your house. So your home continues to be the same. Your kitchen continues to be the same. Your shopping list from the supermarket, or the shop food that you're bringing from the supermarket continues the same. Now, if that's the case, there's going to be a hardship while on this journey. Why? Because the temptation is there. Because when you have trigger moments, you... Let's forget about the rest of the family yet. I'm coming to that in a second. When you have trigger moments, you're going to go down to the kitchen. What you'll find is all the foods that you are telling yourself not to eat, right? Because junk food is responsible for obesity and the weight gain. Junk food eaten in, out of context or so eaten too much is responsible for weight gain. So I want to correct my statement there. Junk food eaten in balance and part of your weekly, daily routine no problem at all. It just depends what your movement pattern looks like, how much uh, activity you're doing. So with that in mind, how does your kitchen look like right now? Do you have, have you gone and, and taken away the junk food perhaps, the one that you eat? Forget the family for a moment, like I said. Did you remove it? Well, you don't want to waste it or you might say things like, well, in case somebody comes to our house, not really, newsflash, we're in lockdown, no one's coming to your house right now. Uh, sounds horrible, but this is the reality. So you're bringing in lots of different foods that are actually very tempting and you're struggling to lose the weight because you keep popping your, your hand in and dipping your hands in this jar. I've shared my story about the raisins many of times with you guys. Um, 
even being a nutrition coach, I also put my hand in a jar. I have done for, for years. And uh, I then removed it, asked my husband to hide it because I was just thinking about that all the time. Or if I go down and I'm bored or I'm hungry and the food's not quite ready, I'll put my hands in there. So that that environment for me wasn't correct. So if I was on the weight loss journey, in fact, I'd actually taken my sugar intake by quadruple by actually literally being very, um, not very disciplined about it. But I found it really hard to be disciplined, you see. I thought, how? What do I, what do I do? Should I stop buying these? I mean, that's the only way to stop it. But actually, what it was is me just—I I don't want to punish the other people in the house because everybody else is not doing that to 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 raisins, for example. They just leave them alone. It's only me who had the problem. So I asked my husband to put them away for me, so that I don't see them. And now, for over a year, I literally don't know where they are. Now I could find them if I really wanted to, but fortunately, I am busy with homeschooling and running my business. So I'm not going to go looking for this, quite frankly. Plus, my food is balanced, so my cravings are in control. So that's, these are all little things that make, make the difference. So I'm not looking out for these kind of foods. What are the foods that are triggering you? And where have you put them? Now, I was talking to one of my, my friends, actually. He's become a friend. Um, and he was saying he's gone through a messy divorce. And he was saying that he's really struggling with losing the weight. And then he divulged into this information about, um, you know, if he opens his uh, desk cupboard drawers, he's got penguin bars and he's got all kinds of little mini chocolate bars in there in case he gets peckish so he'll have those. Before you know it, he's had like maybe four or five of those a day right? That's in addition to the meals, in addition to everything else that he's eating. So those four or five a day, let's say a smallest penguin bar is around 150 calories, around four teaspoons of sugar. Now in a day, you've been sitting down uh, because that's what his job is. His job is to to, to sit down. He's He's a coach and he will just consume these calories without actually knowing that he's had them. They're not a meal. They're not replacing anything. They're simply providing their small amount of energy at that particular time. Or, or they may be providing a bit of distraction from something he doesn't want to see. Or they are providing something like a little bit of a dopamine. This is the happy hormone that's released after eating some of the uh, high fat and high sugar foods. So something is there and he's he's got it so close to him. There's no way he's thinking about a bunch of grapes or a, an orange right now. Because penguins are obviously much more attractive uh, and quicker to eat than washing the bunch of grapes or unpeeling or peeling so unpeeling peeling the oranges or chopping down an apple whatever so you can see that immediately if he was to just do nothing to not go on a diet or do anything or not even move completely remains the same he remains exactly the same and for a week he just replaced his snacks that he has in his cupboard and there's other different things that he mentioned actually I can't quite remember what they were but penguins seem to stick in my mind if he were to replace those now with uh, let's say some a bowl of fruit that's right next to him. Now, probably that in terms of his calories, I mean they're definitely going to be less because you just can't seem to eat so much fruit. But you can see you can eat a lot of chocolate easily and not realize, right? So if you were to eat a big bunch of grapes, which also has sugar in it, good sugar, bad sugar, it has sugar in it, um, but slow slow release sugar because it is fructose comes from fruit. Um, however, he's given his body nutrients. Versus a penguin bar that has nothing in it. No nutrients at all. It's literally not good for you. It's junk. It's totally junk. You've got to remember that. You have to not try and sit there and justify that it's only small or it's only this. Well, actually, no, because it doesn't 
give you any nutrients. There's zero, zero nutrients, but much higher calories. Where the grapes are giving you nutrients. So that means your body might feel satisfied after eating grapes. So now making that little switch. So you're not telling yourself not to eat anything. So you've not cleared the drawers out, but there's nothing but drink plain water. Because that would be quite hard uh, for him to honor. So if he was to make that little change, this will actually give him a, a, a good result by the end of a month. End of 30 days, you will see a definite drop in his um, inches lost in his waist, around his waist, uh, around his you know face area, chest. And you will also see um, the weight being dropped, the pounds being dropped for sure. Okay, And you'll see that he feels better, that he doesn't have these big insulin spikes in his blood up and down, up and down, that he will be more stable in terms of how he feels. Um, and he may also be very much more productive in his work so because he hasn't got these highs and lows because maybe he's more productive when he's on the high of that penguin bar but for within 15 minutes coming back down again and feeling tired and needing more sugar to keep this vicious circle that he started up so now you can see that he's already put a stop to it this is a huge change it's almost like turning that ship right turning that ship because once you start doing this for 20 days, 30 days, 40 days, 50 days, we're starting to like lose. And, you know, many times you ask people, what did you do? You know, how did you lose weight? And they say, well, just I literally just cut out junk food. They, they say that. Now, I'm not, never a great believer of cutting it out completely. I think you should at least one or two days in a week have some treat, some kind of um, junk food that you enjoy in a, in a reasonable portion. Um, and one that actually makes you happy, not leaves your tummy hurt or you know you run to the toilet or anything like that but to make it difficult for you to get that food try not bring it into your house you keep it leave it in the supermarket so on a friday i will walk down or take my car down to a local tesco's um depending if it's raining or not and i will buy myself maybe a small bottle of wine or a, or i might buy myself a regular bottle of wine or i might buy myself some a little bag of like chocolate that i fancy um Orange chocolate is my favorite if you ever want to send me anything. And so I might buy a little bag of something. And that's me going out there to buy it. I know that those two things, if they were in the house, alcohol maybe not because I'm quite particular about my sleep. The others, I probably would have them in the week. I for sure will think about them. And I don't want to waste my energy thinking about the food that I know I don't want to eat in the weekdays. So I will leave it out. I will leave it in the shops. But when I go and walk over and bring that food for me and, and have it guilt-free, now that is like its own, that's, that's a game changer right there. And that's what you need to create in your home. What the second obstacle that comes up a lot from my clients, this is, is, well, it's not fair on my kids if I stop bringing food into the house. It's not fair on my husband, my dog, my cat, whatever. Okay, now legitimate reason totally agree with you why should everybody else suffer when it's you who want to who wants to lose the weight it would be nice to have a supportive family wouldn't it would be because everybody could do with cutting out on all of this junk food quite frankly however does not start changing the whole family i always say to my clients i'm only here for you let the people see you as a role model and let them make their own decisions okay so don't try and change your husbands and your kids what I will say to overcome this particular obstacle is that if you can ask your kids and your husband to choose their treat and they have a little like a basket or a little section in the kitchen for them, 
that means it's their things and it's their things. And your treats look a little bit different. Your snacks look a bit different. You have more things like satsumas and grapes and cucumbers and carrots in yours. If you really, truly want to make a change, you're going to have to change something, won't you? What do you want to do? You want to eat real foods? You want to drink the shake? Do you want to drink a shake for a week? Two shakes and a meal? And then what happens after once you've lost the weight? You haven't changed anything. You have just found a band-aid. A band-aid. What does that mean? That means after the band-aid is done with, that the weight's going to come back on. Who wants to do that to themselves? That is what causes the, co- uh, the lack of confidence in us. The, the whole body image, the food relationship is, is really destroyed. All as a result of these short-term fatty, fatty diets, okay? You want to look at why am I... Why am I having seven bars of penguins in the first place? Now, you might not be. This might be exaggeration. But I have met clients that have this, by the way. I have clients that have had this. But they've had to switch over, transition over slow, slowly at a time. Well, one of the biggest things that's helped my, one of my clients who's lost 45 pounds is she does not bring the food into her house. That's it. Simple as. She thinks about food quite a lot. If she had it in the house, she cannot leave it alone. Does that mean she's not disciplined? Does that mean she hasn't got any motivation? Does that mean she should tell herself off? She should be ashamed of herself? No, absolutely not. What she needs to do is take an action is to not bring it into the house. Exactly how she lost the weight was not bringing it into her house. Other things are into it. She exercises five times a week. She also has meal prep. She prepares her meals, the foods that she loves, and she eats them throughout the week. She takes her lunch to work. So she has changed fundamental habits that will look after her weight on the long term. Does she put weight on? Yes, she does. A couple of pounds here, a couple of pounds there around Christmas, maybe a few more pounds. But she has the ability to not, uh, to, to get back on track, as in put the junk food away now. Christmas is over. Let's get back on track. Okay, she has the ability to do that. But when you have to change a lot of things in one go, that's when you really struggle. So the first thing, really, when you are trying to get in on your health journey, you think, you know, I've put on a few pounds in this lockdown and it's all getting to me and I really want to lose the weight. Please don't wait for the lockdown to be over and tell yourself, tell yourself this information that isn't true. Because after the lockdown is over, what are you going to do? What changes will you make? Does that mean you're going to just stop eating junk food? Why? Why would would lockdown stop you eating junk food or, or the lockdown being over? It's the habit that you created in lockdown. And you can't keep, like we said, it's a global pandemic. And yes, all of us have probably put on a few extra pounds and we have eaten more. We've baked more. Well, there's not much to do and we do realize that. However, t- try and see if you can start to now pull it back a little bit as we head to into the spring where we are going to be start to going out the vaccines out people are getting these vaccines now things are looking brighter for all of us um the sun as the sun comes out which is out today and beautiful snow and sun what a lovely um scenery outside beautiful blessed we are to see this get yourself on a little walk today as the sun comes out you would want to wear clothing you can't be hidden in your leggings and your big bomber jacket for the rest of the year okay you're going to have to Take that off and you're going to wear your t-shirts and the things that you have that we haven't worn last year or we had worn last year in the summer. And you're going to be, you don't want to feel, uh, why did I do this to myself? Look, I'm 20 pounds heavier now. Some people have put on up to 20 pounds. 20 pounds is a significant amount of weight. 
But rather than crying about it, is to write, think about what is the first step I can take. You're drinking every single night, then can you cut it down to one glass for a month, for a week? Can you do it? Can you have the second glass, a spritzer, half-half? Can you do that? You're going to have to do something. This is the point. You cannot lose the weight from not taking any action. If you are fed up of the way you look in the mirror. If you're fine and you're like, I'm going to wait till the gyms are opened. And then when I go to gym, I'm just, it's going to fall off of me. The gym is going to make you move, but the gym is not going to make the weight fall off. Trust me. 80% of this is in your kitchen. Your, your body, your, your shape is made in the kitchen, not in the gym. The gym is enhances that look that you're trying to achieve and the, the, the together the marriage of exercise and nutrition is a very powerful combination right we will never never underestimate that but you will need to look at your kitchen the thing any all the things that you need to change are right there in the house that's it you can't do it by yourself jump into a community group of some kind where you can get some kind of community feel so you can do it together maybe get a friend to do it with you so that you hold each other accountable it's the accountability that people come to me for because they want to one learn exactly what they should eat and two exactly how they can stay accountable to actually achieve that goal with me so that's what a nutrition coaching is all about so hopefully these little tips i've given you today have um given you food for thought so you can think about how you can create your perfect kitchen bulletproof kitchen that actually is set and the structure is right for the journey that you're on Thank you so much for listening. Happy homeschooling, everybody. Take deep breaths all between. Do a little bit of meditation. It's okay. You're going to get through. Soon will be Friday. And we'll have the weekend off where we can breathe. Take care, everybody. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anti-Diet Show. If you have some time, please leave me a review so I can help more busy professional women like you to create healthy habits in order to change lives.